for episode 116 i'm flying solo again so this will be another kind of quick episode but i'm going to go through um a topic of evil doctors slash nurses now this originally was going to be doctors and nurses just so because you know wayne doesn't watch a lot of horror films but since it's just me i'm just going to talk about evil ones i will leave all the good ones out um this week we'll i will be reviewing uh the good nurse on netflix which is about a bad nurse um may not be able to tell it from the title but that's what it's about so diving into this topic this has always been an interesting one for me because i grew up on a couple films in the 90s which i'm going to talk about and then i'll go on to the more classic stuff that and, and something newer and then two classic films that people know of course um for me growing up in the 90s i watched a lot of horror films that just popped up on tv i've talked about it several times on this podcast uh, the one I'm going to talk about first is one that I hold dear to my heart. Is it really a good movie? Probably not, but it's a kind of um, cheesy slasher from the uh, early early to mid '90s. It stars the late Larry Drake as Doctor Evan Rendell Jr., uh, also known as Doctor Giggles. Holly Marie Combs, Holly Marie Combs from uh, uh, Charmed. Cliff DeYoung, Glenn Quinn from uh, Roseanne, and he was, I believe, on Buffy as well. Uh, Keith Diamond, Richard Bradford, Michelle Johnson, John Vickery, Dougie Doug, and William Dennis Hart. So this movie is about, it's this, I don't know how to say it, like a old house that, you know, kind of people go into and you, you don't go in that fucking house, but people start dying. Uh, Dougie Doug is one of the actors in the beginning of the film that, uh, does not make it very far as he's like kind of the like, oh, don't go in that fucking house character. You know, he gets killed right away. Um, and then it starts to unravel that it's this crazy um, doctor who was his dad lived in that town and his dad died and he was just kind of left alone to do his own thing. And he just became, you know, it's a slasher film. So he just started killing people. Uh, Larry Drake gives a fantastic performance as Dr. Giggles is just murdering with glee the entire time uh it's a really really fun movie if you can catch it i think it's been streaming more lately it was one of those ones that i won't say i forgot about but i didn't think was ever going to be like available on digital and then i remember a couple years ago i was just rolling through either i think it was amazon prime and dr girls came up for like 4.99 as a holy shit i haven't seen this movie in forever uh so i bought it watched it and it's still to me it's still a fun movie yes like i said it's a bad movie but it's a fun bad movie um and uh, you know it's one of those things i know we're never going to get anymore because it wasn't well received and obviously larry drake has passed away uh but i would have i wish they would have done more of them back in the 90s i think they could have had a lot of fun with this character all right so another 90s one that was this one was a straight to video one um it's called The Dentist, another American slasher film directed by Brian Usna, written by Dennis Paoli, Stuart Gordon, and Charles Finch. Stuart Gordon, of course, reanimator fame and a bunch of other movies out there. Um, I'm a big fan of his, so makes sense that I would like this movie. Uh, it stars Corbin Burnson, Linda Hoffman, and Ken Forey. Corbin, uh, Corbin Burnson plays Dr. Alan Feinstone. He's a successful dentist. However, everything changes in the day of his wedding anniversary when he discovers his wife, Brooke, is cheating on him with the pool man, Matt. After they finish, Alan retrieves his pistol and follows Matt to his car. He is lay, led to 
Paul Roberts' house, a friend of Brooks. Alan invents a story about a surprise party for Brooke and watches Paula invite Matt inside. Paula's dog attacks Alan and he shoots it in self-defense. After returning to his car, he drives to work. So that's kind of how the movie begins. And then it's just like a slow, not really a slow burn, I guess, but just a burn to like his unraveling and his craziness as he just starts killing people in his dentist chair. Um, Burnson is fantastic in this. Uh, oh, I haven't seen this in a while. Did not know, did not know that uh, Mark Ruffalo is in this film. So I'm going to have to give this one a rewatch for sure uh, to see a young Mark Ruffalo. Um, it, yeah, it's one of those definitely became popular on VHS type of films that was on, you know, Cinemax late at night and stuff like that. So it, it was one of those uh, forgotten kind of slasher horror films that um, is bad, but it's fun bad, you know, so it, it's... It's a good movie if you want if you want to drink a couple beers with a couple buddies and just laugh your ass off at Corbin Burnson killing people in his dentist chair. Um, so yeah, it's it's a fun movie. I think uh, people should check this one out. Like I said, I'm going to check this one out because I I need to see Young Mark Ruffalo now. Uh, I never knew he was in a horror film back in the '90s. A lot of the actors were, but I did not know he was. So that'll be an interesting one to go back and watch. All right. So after that, I'm going to go to something more newer. Uh, earlier this year released or sorry last year in my bed in 2021 peacock released dr death uh, i've talked about this show before it stars joshua jackson as christopher dunch grace gummer as kim morgan christian slater as randall kirby alec baldwin as robert henderson and anna sophia robb as michelle sugar so this is a story about a true story about a doctor who was doing these like crazy surgeries totally not like how you would normally do them. He was just kind of, you know, if people didn't need them, he was kind of just trying to bank hours and money essentially uh, while putting people's lives at risk. And a lot of people died. Uh, He would, he would, um, it kind of ties to our movie today. He would bounce from hospital to hospital because people didn't want to admit that there was something shady about him. Kind of like what the priests do and bouncing them around from, you know, from church to church. So, it took a while for them to catch him. So he kind of racked up a pretty decent body count uh, doing this. The show, it's a was it's a limited series, but they are doing a second series. But the second series will be about a, a different doctor. Um, so in a, have a whole like different cast. Um, but this one's really good. I, I feel if people haven't seen it, uh, maybe because they don't have Peacock, get Peacock, watch it. Even if it's just you get the free trial just to watch this. It's a really good show. Joshua Jackson gives a really nice performance. You'll fall in love with Christian Slater and Alec Baldwin because they play like a these two doctors that almost have like this uh, buddy cop feel to them. Um, but it's, it's really serves the, the show very well, I think. Um, and they're very they're very good in those roles. Uh, Anna Sophia Robb plays like the uh, reporter, I believe that I think she's the reporter that uncovers it or. FBI or FBI agent or someone, she's somebody that uncovers it, uh, works with Christian Slater and, uh, Alec Baldwin. So it's definitely a really good show. Um, it, you know, it shows that Joshua Jackson can do a lot of different things and maybe we should give him more chances. So I definitely think people should check it out just to see his performance. And I'm, I'm a huge Christian Slater fan. So anyone that uh, likes Christian Slater, definitely check that out. Uh, again, it's on Peacock. All right. So now the two kind of more classic films, uh, in 1975, we have One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest with Jack Nicholson. Um, obviously, he's not the evil one in this one, uh, as Randall Patrick R.P. McMurphy 
Louise Fletcher, who plays Nurse Mildred Ratched. She is one of the most evil nurses on screen. And the most evil part about her, I think, is the fact that she really doesn't. I mean, she does. She obviously does questionable things for sure. But all of it at the time, all the questionable things that she does are legal. So it's like a different kind of uh, gray area here. But I mean, she's an evil, evil, evil person in this film. Uh, Louise Fletcher plays her fantastic. Just a great performance from her. Obviously, they did, they did the miniseries on Netflix from Ryan Murphy uh, with um, drawing a blank on her name, Sarah Paulson. I only watched a couple episodes of that I liked it, but I never got to finish it. So that's why I'm not talking about that. But I mean, if you haven't seen one flew of the cuckoo's nest, it's a classic film. Nicholson gives a fantastic performance. You have great uh, character actors, Vincent Schiaffelli, uh Michael Berryman, um, Danny DeVito, Christopher Lloyd, uh, Brad Dourif um, shows up in here. So, I mean, there's a lot of actors that you, if you watch movies now and you haven't seen one flew of the cuckoo's nest, you look, Oh, I know that guy. I know that guy. Oh my God. Danny DeVito's in this. Uh, produced by Michael Douglas. So, I mean, it's got this Hollywood feel to it. Uh, it's a great Hollywood film, and it really just is one of those movies uh, from Milos Forman that if you haven't seen it, I mean, you need to you need to watch this movie. So definitely check out One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest if you haven't watched it. All right, and the last one, how can we not talk about a Stephen King film when we're talking evil people? Um, Misery, starring uh, James Caan, Kathy Bates, Richard Farnsworth, Francis Sternhagen, Lauren Bacall, Graham Jarvis, Jerry, and Jerry Porter. Uh, J.T. Walsh makes an uncredited cameo appearance as a state trooper. Uh, director Rob Reiner also makes an uncredited appearance as well as a helicopter pilot. So Rob Reiner, you know, did a lot of different films coming up through the 80s and the 90s. A lot of, you did some like kind of action dramas, did some horror films, and uh, just so coming of age stories. He did obviously did Spinal Tap, Princess Bride. So this is a kind of a little different one for him, but uh, really well done by Rob Reiner directing here. Uh, of course, obviously, the one you talk about is Kathy Bates, who finds James Caan, uh, his his novel character or uh, his novel writer character um, in a ditch in the snow. And she saves him. And then you find out that she's this big super fan. Now, she is a nurse, uh, so she's trying to nurse him back to health. Uh, but in reality, she's just keeping him there. And she, you know, tries to basically get him to change the way he wrote his last book. And she's very upset about how it ends. And she, you know, she's just very unhinged. And Kathy Bates plays this fantastically. She won an Oscar for it. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's a really great role. It's a great movie. Uh, it, just one of those isolated films that, you know, while you watch it, you feel the isolation, just like uh, the character uh, James Conn plays. Uh, Paul Paul Sheldon, um, and it's just a really really well done film. Uh, like I said, um, Rob Reiner does a really good job directing a great script by William Goldman. So it, definitely check this one out if you have not seen Misery. It is fantastic, uh, a high recommendation for me. I'm sure that that maybe even one that Wayne has seen and would would recommend. All right, so uh, coming up for our review of the week, we have. The Good Nurse, and it stars two Oscar winners and a football player. So, and that's not meant to be like derogatory to him being a football player. I thought he did actually a very fine job in this film. 
Um, all right, so it is directed by Tobias Lindum. It's called The Good Nurse. It stars Jessica Chastain and Eddie Redmayne. Jessica Chastain plays what would be described as the good nurse, Amy Loughran. Eddie Redman plays Charles Cullen. It's his true story. And he is a nurse who killed, who they sentenced to jail for, I believe, 18 deaths. Uh, that He confessed to 29, and they believe that he may have killed his upwards of 400. So crazy, crazy story. Um, you get to see it through the eyes of Amy uh, Chastain's character. She kind of befriends this guy when he comes to town, and then she... Um, then everything kind of starts to unravel and she starts to see who he really is and what he's been doing. I don't want to give away what, how he does it or what he does it. Eddie Redmayne gives a pretty good chilling performance. There's a scene at the end of the movie that's pretty chilling that I thought he did a really good job in, um, job with, I should say. Uh, I do want to talk about Namdi Asimwa. He is the former cornerback uh, uh, for the Oakland Raiders and he played for, I believe, the Philadelphia Eagles and one other team. Um, he is now transitioned to be an actor, and he did a pretty good job here. He's the third lead. He plays the lead detective on the case, along with his partner, Noah Emmerich, who's a character actor everybody knows. Uh, Kim Dickens also plays a role in this. She is the head of the hospital, uh, and Malik Yoba plays the police chief, uh, the boss of Braun and Baldwin, played by Asamoah and Emmerich. So the movie starts with, we see a scene where Eddie Redmayne's character Charles Colin is standing around a gurney as people try to save this man's life. And then it kind of chillingly ends with Colin walking out towards the, uh, the exit of the hospital. And then it cuts and it's like the good nurse. Then we cut to Chastain's character at her hospital. I think it's seven years later and they're, they're, you know, they're run through. They, they need help. They don't have enough nurses and have enough doctors. So they're just kind of, they're run ragged. And her boss tells her that, hey, you got a new guy starting at nights with you, and it's this Charles Cullen character. So quickly, her and Charles become fast friends. There's no romantic relationship or anything. They just become really good friends, and they um, just develop this relationship. He gets to know her kids, and and all the while this is happening, there start to be some unexplained deaths at the hospital. And at first... Amy, uh, Jessica Chastain's character, is not really too hip to it. She doesn't really believe that he would do that because she's let this man into her home. And it then st- kind of starts to unravel from there as um, Baldwin and Braun, played by Asimov Emmerich, start to realize that there's a lot more here as the hospital did not give them all the information. They didn't, they've been hiding files. So they start digging into everything and the whole thing kind of starts to unravel. Um, I thought this movie was actually really good. I would say I would give it like a seven and a half, seven and a half out of 10, maybe an eight. Um, it's really well done. If you like those, like the murder doc series and documentary shows, it definitely fits into that category. There is actually a Netflix uh, documentary series for this story coming out in November. They released, they released the film first and then they're going to do the documentary series. Um, just reading about it. This film follows everything pretty closely so I don't think they took too many liberties. Um, it's probably why it was probably dumped to not dumped, but you know, released it to, as a streaming movie because they don't, it's very true. I think to how it happened. And sometimes that cannot be the most exciting film. If people under, if you understand what I'm saying, like it's not, you know, they don't take a lot of liberties on it uh, to make him like super evil. Like he's just, he's this guy and he just did these things and, 
there were so many chilling points where they talked to him like why he did these things and he's just because they didn't stop me and you're just like wait what like <laughs> so it's just it's 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 pretty good and i think people will like this film um if you watch it it's pretty entertaining and uh great performances from chastain and redmayne um they always deliver. So I wasn't uh, too surprised by that. But also, like I said, Asamoah holds his own against two Oscar winners um, and, and a great character actor in Noah Emmerich. So definitely worth checking out. Go over to Netflix and uh, take a look if you're interested. All right. So we'll move on to the news and notes. Watchmen showrunner creator Damon Lindelhoff writing new Star Wars film. Miss Marvel director Charmaine Obeyed Chinoy will helm the film. Nick Kroll, Christopher Huve. Wesley Kimmel and Mary Elizabeth Ellis join The Rock and Chris Evans in their holiday action film, Red One. Tobin Bell reprising Jigsaw role in Saw 10. Doctor Who will stream on Disney Plus starting sometime in 2023. James Gunn and Peter Safran appointed as co-chairman and CEOs of DC Studios. They will oversee the direction of the DC Universe. Seth Rogen bringing back Sausage Party as a TV show over at Amazon Studios. Nobody director helming head of state action comedy film with John Cena and Idris Elba for Amazon Prime. Night of the Living Dead sequel from Nanny director Nikyatu Juso on the way. Romero family has approved the film. Bad News Bears TV series reboot in the works at CBS with female lead being sought after for the main role originally played by Walter Matthau in the original and Billy Bob Thornton in the remake. Aldous Hodge will star in Alex Cross series Cross, based on the character created by James Patterson. The series will air on Amazon Prime. Paul Bettany to star in his own Vision Disney Plus series. Jason Bateman and Jude Law to produce and star in a limited series at Netflix called Black Rabbit. Girls 5 Ever, an original Peacock show, will now move to Netflix for Season 3. Venom and Venom 2 screenwriter Kelly Marcel will sit in the director's chair for Venom 3. Eli Craig, director of Tucker and Dale vs. Evil and Little Evil and Sally Field's son, will direct the popular novel adaptation of, of Clown in a Cornfield for Smile Producers. Henry Cavill and Eliza Gonzalez will star in the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare with Guy Ritchie directing. Alexander Skarsgård is making his directorial debut with the thriller The Pack. To help himself out, he hired Oscar nominee Florence Pugh to star in the film. Jeff Goldblum being sought after for the role of the wizard in the Wicked film adaptation series. Shelley Duvall returns to acting by joining Edward Furlan and Dee Wallace in the Forest Hills werewolf movie. The Witcher officially renewed for season four at Netflix. However, Henry Cavill will not return and he's being replaced by Liam Hemsworth, who will play the same role that he played, which is Geralt. Uh, release is coming up. The People We Hate at the Wedding with Allison Janney, Kristen Bell, Benjamin Platt and Cynthia Adai Robinson hits Prime Video November 18th. Yellowstone 1923 with Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren will premiere on Paramount Plus December 18th and has already been renewed for another season. The Best Man Final Chapter sequel limited series hits Peacock December 22nd. Thus, this last week we lost uh, legendary comedian character actor Leslie Jordan dead at 67 from a car accident. Michael Kopsa, character actor, dead at 66. Jules Bass, co-founder of Rankin slash Bass Productions, the company and team behind all the classic stop-motion holiday classics like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Frosty the Snowman, has passed away at the age of 87. All right, everybody. So that is our show for this week. Uh, we appreciate you all. Of, uh, all we appreciate all of you for listening to us. Um, again, this is going to be a short one. So. Uh, next week, Wayne will be back and we'll be talking movies again. All right, everybody. This has been another episode of Now Showing with Mike and Wayne. All right. 
the actor? Hasta la vista, baby. Hey, everybody, we're all gonna get late! <laughs>